Hey everyone, welcome to the Travel Guide Podcast, episode 2. Today we will be focusing on the city of Paris. On the contrary from the last episode, I have not been to Paris. However, I would like to go. I will actually be planning to visit this upcoming September. So doing the research for this was very exciting because not only was I able to learn, it will also help me plan my trip when I go there. So I enjoyed doing all of this research and finding this information for you guys. And I'm excited to share it with you. So just to start... I mean, we all know how popular Paris is. It's one of the most touristic places in the world. I think Paris is a great destination for every traveler out there, regardless of if you're interested in history, culture, museums, um, gastronomy, or just having the typical romantic getaway. So I guess I will start with giving a little bit of a background how I did on episode one and just touching base on Paris's history and just things that are important to know before going. So for my research part or history lesson, I will be basing off again my research on the Britannica Kids website. Just to start off, Paris is the capital of the country of France. It has been one of Western Europe's major centers of culture and business. Some of the world's greatest artists, writers, scholars, fashion designers, and chefs have lived in Paris. And the city is known for its beauty. Paris has a lot of famous landmarks. One of the most famous ones is the Eiffel Tower, which has become a symbol of the city. The Arc de Triomphe is a large arch honoring the military. The Cathedral of Notre Dame is a church built from the 1100s to the 1300s, and it is known for its windows of colored glass and for its tall stone arches. And the most important of Paris's many museums is the Louvre, It has a huge collection of art, and you can find here Leonardo da Vinci's painting, The Mona Lisa. Now, to transition to its history. Paris began on an island in the Seine River. A people called the Parisi founded a town there more than 2,000 years ago. The Romans captured the town in 52 before Christ, and the town later spread onto the riverbanks. In 987 Common Era, Paris became the capital of France and the city and its economy grew. In the 1300s, however, a disease called the plague killed many of its people. Then in the late 1500s, Paris began to grow again and major events like the French Revolution took place in the city in the late 1700s. Paris was then the site of great violence and in the 1800s, construction projects made Paris more modern and beautiful. And during World War II in the 1940s, German troops took control of Paris and after the war, the city rebuilt its economy and in the late 1900s, large building projects added new landmarks to the city. And nowadays, or from a 2017 estimate, the population was around 2 million people. So after giving a little bit of an overview on the city, when planning a trip, the best time to visit Paris is from June to August and September to October. Both summer and fall have its ups and downs. 
from June to August, the weather in Paris is perfect. The average highs are in the high 70s and there are long days of sunshine. However, summer is also the most crowded time and the most expensive. So for lower travel rates and significantly shorted lines or attraction, I would suggest to plan a visit in the fall. However, you have to keep in mind that Paris is one of the most visited cities in the world, seeing upward of 30 million travelers yearly, so no matter what time you visit, there will always be tourists and some crowds. Now, when planning your trip, like I said uh, in the last episode, um, it is recommended to start booking everything and planning three months in advance and especially with Paris like I said it's such a highly requested and popular city that if you don't do this in advance you might face some trouble due to the high demand. As we move on to the geographical part in selecting your area, the city of Paris is divided into 20 different neighborhoods called arrondissements and starting from the center of the city and going to the margins, the neighborhoods are numbered in a spiral shape. So the city of the center is the island where Notre Dame Cathedral is located, known as the Ile de la Cité, and the first arrondissement. So for this section, I will be basing off my research off of Julia Miss Tourist Travel Blog, where she offers resources and travel tips. Her article, Where to Stay in Paris for an Amazing Trip, 8 Best Areas, gives hotel recommendations sorted by budget. And Julia has lived in the city for one year, so she is familiar with the areas. I would recommend checking her blog for more details or for specific information on accommodation or recommendations. So now, if you are searching for the best arrondissement to stay in Paris, you need to know that each neighborhood has its own unique vibe and look and that you should choose your favorite depending on your own preference. So starting off with the 7th arrondissement, which is the perfect neighborhood for first-time visitors, this is where the Eiffel Tower is located, and here you can be very close to the main attraction in Paris while also having countless choices of restaurants, bars, and great cafes. Moving on to the first arrondissement, this place is perfect if you are looking for a luxurious experience. Locals call this neighborhood Le Premier, meaning the first, since it is the first arrondissement of Paris exactly on the center of the city. This neighborhood, often called Louvre, is one of the oldest parts of Paris and is located on the right bank of the Seine River. And it is also one of the smallest neighborhoods in Paris. And the main attractions you will find there are the Louvre Museum and the Tuileries Gardens. Next off, the 8th arrondissement is a great location if you are interested in shopping. It is full with upscale hotels and spots around this neighborhood, including the Arc de Triomphe, the Grand Palace, and the Place de la Concorde. Next, the third and fourth arrondissement, which is great for history. It is also the Jewish neighborhood of Paris, and it is surrounded by beautiful art galleries, amazing restaurants, and designer stores. And the most popular attractions over this area is the Musée Picasso, as well as the Place de Vosges, and you will be close to the Notre Dame Cathedral as well. The 18th arrondissement is known to be the most romantic area. It has a village-like vibe and most famous landmarks of Paris lay here like the white Sacré-Cœur Cathedral 
Also, the 18th arrondissement used to be separate from Paris town where many poor and talented artists lived. That is why the atmosphere of this area is a little different. Actually, many famous painters such as Pablo Picasso, Renoir, Edgar Degas um, stayed and worked there in their own studio at the end of the 19th century. And this neighborhood is technically located in the 18th arrondissement, but you can also search for accommodation in the 9th district and they are walking distant to each other and it's basically the same thing. If you are looking for nightlife, the 6th arrondissement will suit you best or the 11th or 13th arrondissement. As for the 14th arrondissement, this is more on the local side. Um, if you are interested in living like locals while also being pretty close to all the interesting sites and attractions, 14th arrondissement is good for you. This place also provides museum choices and art galleries nearby. The 5th arrondissement is best for budget travelers. While this is a more laid back atmosphere, it is also not far away from all the important attractions in the 1st arrondissement. However, since it is a little bit more relaxed and a bit more local, the hotels here are also often a little bit cheaper than in other areas in Paris, which is always a bonus for budget travelers. And that concludes the overview of the areas. Like I said, if you're interested in finding specific hotels or accommodation, I would recommend for you to visit Julia Miss Tourist Travel Blog. And just a couple of tips on where not to stay. Don't stay too far from a metro station unless you don't mind the extra walking. Avoid Paris's double side digit districts if you are a first time visitor. And don't choose a hotel beyond the um, except for a few special exceptions. Alright, so moving on to transportation. The best way to get around Paris is on foot and by metro. The elegant arrondissements are practically made for pedestrians, still Paris is very big and you should take the metro to travel long distances. So we're gonna go through the types of transportation systems. The Paris public transportation system is run by RATP and consists of the metro, which is the underground, tram, RER, suburban express train, which interconnects with the metro inside Paris, and the bus. Paris and its suburbs is divided into six zones. Zone one and two cover the city center and all metro lines. RATP tickets and passes are valid on the metro, tram, buses, and RER. The metro alone is very efficient and will take you anywhere you need to go within Paris city limits and sometimes slightly beyond. So when we look at the metro, the metro system has a total of 16 lines identifiable by number, color, and end of line names. These will help you figure out whether you're heading in the right direction and help you planning line transfers. Um, and according to this, you should always first figure out which direction you need to go relative to the lines and points. The metro has different hours of operation, so to ensure you catch the last train, you should generally aim to arrive at the station approximately 30 minutes before closing, as final trains depart at different times depending on the station. Um, the metro and other public transport is generally safe, but pickpockets operate on many lines, so keep your stuff and your valuables close to your person. As we move on to the RER, or commuter line train system, this system consists of five express trains that travel within Paris and the greater region. Um, contrary to the metro, which just stops outside of the city limits, 
the RER can get you to your destination much faster since it stops at far fewer stops in the metro. Like the metro, RER lines are identifiable by letters A through E and end-of-line names. However, the RER is way more complicated than the metro because each line breaks into different sections at a certain point, making it easy to get lost. So to avoid any issues, I would recommend for you to check your direction carefully before boarding and use the train itineraries located in the RER stations to help you get oriented. And if you ever have any questions, just ask for help. If you have a phone, you might consider installing a Paris Metro or RER app. And another tricky point in writing the RER is getting the first right. The RER covers five zones within the Paris region, and if you travel further than your ticket or pass allows, you can be fined. So make sure that your metro ticket or pass covers the zones you need for your destination. And if in doubt, double check your destination zone and required fare with a ticket agent before boarding. And just remember that you'll always need to save your ticket in order to exit most RER stations. Just as the metro, the operating hours for the RER lines vary. So for itinerary and hours, consult the RATP itinerary finder page. Now, buses. Paris has a total of 64 bus lines. These buses are marked by double numbers and the name of the end of the line marked in the front. Buses are better equipped for disabled or elderly travelers, so if you are one of those, you might find taking the bus much easier since most of these are now equipped with ramps. One can also use trams in Paris. The city now has a total of 10 tramway lines running within Paris city limits. These are number T1 through T11. Taxis are not common unless you have special needs only to a disability or limited mobility or you just don't like walking or taking public transportation. However, if you do choose to take a taxi, make sure to keep these tips in mind. Never get in a taxi or agree to a ride unless it is equipped with a red and white taxi parisien sign on its rooftop and it has a visible meter inside. Scams are common and it is also unsafe, especially for women traveling alone, to accept a ride without verifying the status of the driver. For short fares, drivers often prefer cash for longer rides. Um, like across town or to the airport, Visa and MasterCard are generally accepted. It is unusual for cabs to take American Express and traveler's checks are not generally accepted. So always ask the driver before agreeing to ride what forms of payment are allowed or accepted. Be aware that it is not unusual for drivers to have minimal English, so loading a map on a digital device and showing them your preferred route or destination can be helpful. And also, at rush hours and during peak touristic months, traffic can be quite heavy, so it may end up taking a quite a bit longer to travel by taxi, which is why many tourists opt against it. Now, moving on to bikes, while Paris does have a bike rental system, it has numerous downsides. Helmets, which are highly encouraged, are not provided, so you would either have to bring your own or buy one yourself. Cycling lanes, while they do exist in the city, are very inconsistent, and safety conditions are less than optimal for bikers. The payment scheme for the system isn't especially well adapted to travelers, especially for short visits. And so for all of this, it is not generally recommended for tourists to use this system. However, many tour companies offer guided bike and Segway tours around the city. 
and these generally provide helmets, know the best and safest routes to take, and watch out for visitors' general safety and well-being. As for the public transportation tickets, depending on the length of your stay, how much you'll use public transportation, you'll need to choose between single metro tickets, packs of tickets, or one of several useful transfer passes. So I will be going over the types of fares. There's the single ticket called T+, which is good for one metro RER bus or tramway ride. There are special tickets that are required for buses and trains traveling to and from airports. There's also the Paris Visite Pass for unlimited travel, in addition to yearly, monthly, or weekly passes. When purchasing tickets, you can buy these at any metro, RER, or tramway station, and when boarding buses, they're also available at Paris tourist information centers around the city and can sometimes be found at newsstands or tobacco vendors. Now, some tips to help you navigate public transport are get a decent metro map. These are available free of charge from any metro information booth, but can also be downloaded online. Or you can also download free apps like the RATP Transport Companies app. Um, another tip is to avoid riding the metro or RER at rush hours. During this times, I would recommend just walking or taking the bus. However, some bus lines might also be swamped, so in some instances, walking is best. Like I mentioned on the first episode, um, you can also use Google Maps to help you plan or see where your destination is and get the best itinerary. So for the next and last segment, the bonus part, like I said at the beginning, I have never been to Paris. So for the tips and tricks, I asked my friend Tama, who is a French native and has been to Paris multiple times to give us a couple of tips on not only the language, but also anything that you need to know when you go there to get a more pleasant experience. Hey, I will share tips for those who are already there, but especially for those who have never been there before. Paris has a charm that is incomparable and unique in the world. We, the French, are so proud to have the city that represents our country. But now, let's talk about my tips. You should be careful in the metro. A lot of pickpockets are roaming around and there is a lot of theft. Also, avoid buying things on the streets and never gamble on the street either. You should try French food. Les escargots, les bouchers à la reine, les croque-monsieur. The pastries like Paris-Brest, macaron, chouquette, croissant and pain au chocolat. And don't forget the cheese and baguettes, of course. French wines will accompany your dishes wonderfully. By the way, now that we're talking about croissants and baguettes, Please try to avoid buying them in big chain stores. Buy them in bakeries, they will taste way better. Now, about the dress code in Paris. When you go out in restaurants or bars, business casual attire is perfect. Anything from a simple dress and blazers, or jacket, or even nice clean cut jeans and a shirt or a top is fine. You should know that August is the only month where all the Parisians are on vacation. So it'll feel like you have the city for yourself. But be aware, 
a lot of shops and the restaurants are closed then. Parisians are always stressed and impatient. Many of them just want to work fast. There is this rule to stand on your right when you're on escalators, to allow people to climb them quickly on your left. Paris by night is something to experience. The lights never go out in Paris. And when night falls, another life starts for the capital. You should try to walk as much as possible. It's so much better than using the metro or the bus. You will be able to see the true beauty of the city. Explore Paris. Of course, you should visit the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre and the Arc de Triomphe. But just don't stop there. Explore the city. There's so much to discover and to experience. I'll give you some hidden places in Paris where you can enjoy your time without being invaded by tourists. First off, the parks. There is a multitude of parks in Paris. One of the prettiest is Le Parc du Luxembourg. It's a beautiful place to go alone or with your family and friends. To enjoy being in a calm and safe place to relax. Also, look for the Marie de Medici fountain if you're in the park. This fountain is one of the most romantic in Paris. You can always see the oldest places in Paris, like the oldest house in the Marais, the oldest tree in the Latin district, and the oldest bakery, which dates from the 18th century. The Chapelle Expiatoire is one of the most secret monuments of Paris. The establishment is built on the place where Marie Antoinette and Louis XVI are buried. If you want a place to take Instagram picture, you should go to the Palais Royal. Inside the large courtyard, you'll find the recognizable black and white columns. Staying with taking pictures, in the Avenue de Camours, in the 16th district, there's one of the best view of the Eiffel Tower. Perfect place to take pictures. La Sainte-Chapelle is a Gothic-style chapel that will not disappoint you. You'll see an endless stream of colors. This magical place is worth visiting and will not leave you indifferent. Paris has many bridges crossing the Seine, one which is beautiful and which moreover inspired a very great French poet named Guillaume Apollinaire, is the Mirabeau Bridge. Guillaume Apollinaire wrote this poem in 1913. Here is an excerpt from the poem. Sous le pont Mirabeau coule la Seine et nos amours. Faut-il qu'il m'en souvienne, la joie venait toujours après la peine. I'll say it in English so you can understand better. Under the Mirabeau Bridge flows the Seine. And our loves, must I remember it? The joy always came after the pain. A beautiful poem for a beautiful city. So now for the last part of this episode, I will be sharing some important phrases or words in French that it is helpful that you know before you go. So to start off with bonjour, which means hello or good morning, um, au revoir, which means goodbye, 
oui, which is yes, non, which is no, merci, which is thank you, merci beaucoup, which is thank you very much, s'il vous plaît, please, uh, bonsoir, good evening, bonne nuit, which is good night, excusez-moi, excuse me, and then the last one will be helpful if you're at a restaurant, which is l'addition, s'il vous plaît. And just if you want to know any more, I would just recommend um, getting a dictionary or just researching a little bit before you go and becoming familiar with some of the words. So that is it for today. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope that this helps you that when you go to Paris, you are more prepared and have a more pleasant experience. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Au revoir.